0: It's opening day week for Major League Baseball. So on this podcast, I'm going to be giving you my 2023 season predictions, including the Atlanta Braves winning the NLEs for a sixth straight season. I'll give you all those predictions on this episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day we we'll Hey, welcome back to Lockdown Braves, part of Lockdown Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also, make sure you check out the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. If you're watching on YouTube and you're new, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you're watching this video there, hit that thumbs up button to help support the show. You can also see my written work over at bravestoday.com. You can see my written work on the Braves as well. And if you want to follow me on Twitch. You can do so at twitch.tv shortstopball I'll be live there after this episode on Monday night. I'll also be there streaming live during the Braves game on Thursday as well. So come join me over there. And thanks as always for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. We post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and are free and available on all platforms. This is our 2023 season prediction episode. I'm going to be giving you everything from Braves, win totals, home run leaders, strikeout leaders, who's going to win each division, who's going to win the World Series, and who's going to win the end of season awards. We'll be talking about all of that. Let me know your predictions in the comments section below on YouTube or hit me up on Twitter as well. Love hearing other predictions. So make sure that you send those in to me there. Well, let's dive into these predictions. The first one being Braves win total for the upcoming season. And you've been listening to the podcast for a little while now. You probably know where I'm at. I've been set on 97 wins with the Braves for a while this year. I I think that's going to be the sweet spot. I know everybody's going to say that's a step back from last year, but 101 wins is really, really tough to do, and it's especially tough to repeat. So getting to 97 wins is nothing to scoff at, and I still think you know if you're projecting or predicting what's going to happen in a season, predicting 100-plus wins, it just doesn't happen very often. Brace hadn't done it in 20 years. So for them to do it again, could they do it? Do they have a team that's good enough to do that? Sure, but... It's just really hard to predict that happening again. But I think 97 wins that's still a really strong prediction and would be a great total if the Braves could reach that. And I certainly think that they can. Next prediction is the Braves home run leader. And there are several candidates who I think could lead the Braves in home runs this year Austin Riley, Matt Olson, Ron LaCunha Jr. Are clearly some of the front runners. Look at Marcel hits like he has in spring training, then maybe he's up there as well. But I'm gonna go with Matt Olson. I think, and I kind of hate that he wasted so many in spring training, but certainly if he hits in the regular season, like what we've seen in spring training, he may lead the entire league in home runs. But even before that, I thought he had the opportunity to have a breakout or somewhat of another breakout season in Atlanta. He was still really good last year, but I think a lot of us knew there's more in the tank, and what we've seen so far in spring training says that he's in for a big season. I know you can't read too much into spring training, but I think he's going to lead the, the team in home runs. I think he's going to hit 30-plus easy, maybe even push 40 or more. I think it's going to be a big year for Matt Olson, and I think he leads the Braves in home runs. Now, as far as the RBI leader, for the Atlanta Braves for this. I'm actually going to go with Austin Riley, who's going to be batting third in the lineup. And I think he's going to have a great season as well. An MVP type season, but batting third behind Acuna, you know, if Olsen doesn't hit a home run to drive them all in, Austin will be there to clean things up. So I'm going to go with Austin leading the Braves in RBI, maybe a hundred, 120. I mean, I think it's going to be that type of offense. You're going to see some gaudy numbers like this. Um, uh, going back to the home runs, uh, Nicholas uh, Corasio says Olsen for sure is going to lead in home runs and says the Braves can definitely win 101. 97 is a good set number, but I can definitely see see them hitting that and more potentially, and I I agree as well. I think they certainly could, but, again, I think 97 is that, that sweet spot. Braves' stolen base leader this year. Again, I think there's several candidates for this as well between Acuna, Harris, maybe even Albies. But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ron Acuna Jr. I think he wants that 40-40 season. I know I do selfishly. I want to see him get it. He came so close a couple of years ago. I think he possibly reaches 40 stolen bases. I think he gets at least 30. And I think he leads the Braves in stolen bases. But I think Michael Harris is gonna be pushing 30. I think Ozzie Albies potentially pushes 30. I think the Braves have at least three guys with over 20 stolen bases. And if Von Grissom comes up at some point soon. I think he pushes for 20 to 30 stolen bases as well, but I like Acuna to lead the Braves in stolen bases this upcoming season. Nicholas also says, I think we see Acuna get a 40-40 season, so I, I agree. I think he's going to go for it pretty pretty hard as he plays hard all the time and wants to do the best, but I think he pushes 40 stolen bases. As far as the Braves' OPS leader, I'm going back to Acuna. I think the Braves have at least four players that are going to have an OPS over 800. And if Acuna's is healthy and back to himself, I think he's going to be over a 900 OPS type player just because of all the power and everything that he brings. I think Acuna is going to lead the Braves in OPS with an OPS North of 900 this upcoming season. Um, Corey Carter kind of retracts that a little bit. He says, I don't think Acuna can hold up physically to pull off a 40-40. And that's, that's my only concern. Look, if he is healthy, I think he can definitely do it. But, again, once we get midseason, how are things responding with the knee? Does he continue to get to play every day? Uh, that is certainly a worry that I have with him. But if he's healthy, I think – I think he gets there for sure, or at least has the ability. William Fulgham says Harris leads the Braves in stolen bases. I could certainly see that um, as well. I think Harris, I think Harrison Acuna will be one two, but I'm going to give Acuna the nod because he'll be batting leadoff, probably get more at bats, more opportunities. Uh, so I'm going to stick with Acuna there for the shortstop leader. As the Braves switching over to the pitching side, the Braves ERA leader. I'm going to go with Max Freed, and this is obviously of the starting pitchers, you know, you know, innings pitched. Um, I'm going to go with Max Freed. I think he still has an ERA below three, maybe 2.8, somewhere in that range. I really wanted to go Spencer Strider here, but I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on Spencer Strider this upcoming season. But I'm going to go with the Braves ERA leader being Max Freed. The Braves strikeout leader from the pitcher side of things. We'll have many candidates who on the offensive side who will strike out a lot, and they'll have many candidates on the pitching side for a ton of strikeouts. I think we see Morton and Strider both get over 200 strikeouts again. I am going to go with Strider here. Only thing that concerns me is does he get the innings? Um, But I think he does, and I think he gets over 200 again. I think Charlie Morton gets over 200 strikeouts again, but I'm going to go with Strider, say that he punches out, 220 to 230 this year in about 150, 160 innings. Now, who gets award votes? This isn't who wins. We're going to talk about that in a second. But who from the Braves gets award votes? And I think Acuna, Olson, and Riley, I think they are all going to get MVP votes. I think they're all going to have gigantic years, and they're going to, all going to get MVP votes of some degree. I think Freed and Strider are both going to get Cy Young votes. I think both of them will have really good seasons. Both have ERAs around three. I mentioned Strider. I think he has over 200 strikeouts. So I think Freed and Strider will both get Cy Young votes, again, of varying degrees. And then I think Jared Schuster gets rookie of the year votes. Maybe this is some recency bias here, but if he makes 15 starts this year and he is somewhat, Good, you know, an ERA under four, which I think he's capable of. And it's possible with this team and this defense behind him. I think Jared Schuster gets some rookie of the year votes. I don't think he wins it. I don't even think he really comes all that close. But if we're just talking about getting votes, being in the discussion, I think Schuster is capable of that. And I think he gets the most starts out of that rookie group. All right, next, I want to get into those awards predictions and who's going to win those and do the Braves come away with any hardware of of MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and then we'll get into our division and World Series predictions as well. We'll talk about that here next. These days, every new potential hire feels like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. They make it very simple to create your your job listing. Then add your, your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We have our MLB season preview coming up this week. Get ready for baseball season with Locked On MLB's ultimate six-episode season preview. You want to know everything about that's going on in Major League Baseball this year? Make sure that you check, about, check out this ultimate preview from Locked On MLB. Our local and national experts give in-depth analysis of every team and division in a way only Locked On can provide. Find all six episodes on Locked On MLB on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Jumping back into our predictions here and looking at some award predictions, end-of-season award predictions for um, the entire league, not just the Atlanta Braves, and sticking with the MVP talk, and maybe this one does include an Atlanta Brave, I'm going to go with Ronald Acuna Jr. as the MVP of the league. Again, in my mind, if he stays healthy, all year long, I think he pushes a 40-40 season and perhaps gets there, and if he does that and the Braves are you know, winning the division, they're one of the best teams in the league, I think Acuna honestly runs away with the MVP. I said this before he got hurt in 2021. He was on pace that season to run away with the NL MVP award, in my opinion. He was the best player in the league at that time. If he is back to that level, and that is a big if, we need to see it, and we need to see that he can sustain it over an entire year, but if he is, I think Ron Acuna Jr. is the best player in the National League, and I think he wins the MVP award. Obviously, I think Olsen and Riley will be in that discussion as well, and I think they'll get a lot of votes, but for me, a healthy Ron Acuna Jr., a 2019-2021 version of Ron Acuna Jr. wins the NL MVP if he's like that and can sustain it for an entire season. NL Cy Young. Maybe I'm being a homer here. I'm going to go with Spencer Strider. I know um you know I didn't pick him even as the Braves ERA leader, but I think he's going to be around a 3 ERA. Probably will need to be a little less than that to win the Cy Young, but some of the other candidates, you know Sandy Alcantara was the the other name I was really considering here, but it's just hard to repeat and sometimes voters you know don't You know, get some don't want to vote for the same guy two years in a row. It's just nature of the business. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, I could see them winning it, but they're also getting up there in age. And Father Time has to come calling at some point. I just don't know that they put pitch full seasons. They're certainly capable, and if they pitch a full season, I think one of them probably wins it. But I'm gonna say Spencer Strider, if he gets to 175 innings. He gets to 230, 240 strikeouts. He has an ERA below three. I think he wins the Cy Young Award. I think he has a a similar season to Corbin Burns a couple of years ago where Burns didn't throw a ton of innings, but he was just so dominant in the innings that he threw that it just outperformed what every other pitcher did. I think Strider has the ability to have that type of season in 2023. So, I'm going to go with Spencer Strider. I'm sure this is a homer pick. I've now picked the NL MVP and NL Cy Young for the Braves, so you know that's not going to happen, but I'm really high on Spencer Strider. I think you all know that. You listen to me. NL Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go with Jordan Walker from the St. Louis Cardinals and just an amazing talent at 20 years old. For the AL MVP, I'm going to go with Shohei Otani. I mean, it's kind of the whole thing with Trout early on in his career. You could just say Trout's the best player. If he plays an entire season, he's going to be the AL MVP. I think Otani's in that same discussion now because of what he does both at the plate and on the mound. If he plays an entire season, he's going to win the MVP, and he should win the MVP. So I'm going to go with Otani for the AL MVP. For the AL Cy Young, Mets fans are going to hate this. I'm going with Jacob deGrom. I just think there's going to be a little bit of fire under Jacob DeGrom as everybody's starting to kind of count him out, say that he can't stay healthy an entire season. I think you're going to get an angry Jacob DeGrom this year, and I think he's going to come out and have one of his better seasons. I think he's going to win the AL Cy Young. AL Rookie of the Year, I'm going to go chalk here with Gunnar Henderson. Honestly, just don't know a ton about the other rookies at that in that league, I know there's certain some other good ones over there, uh, but I'm going to go with Gunnar Henderson for AL Rookie of the Year. Now, getting into division winners and predictions for division winners, I'm going to go again. I'm being a homer, but I'm going to go with the Braves in the NL East. And I said this even on our NL East preview that we did with all the other locked-on hosts from the division. I just think the Braves are the deepest team in the NL East and perhaps in all of baseball. I mean, you look at what the Braves have. One of my worries coming into the spring coming into spring training was their lack of middle infield depth. Now they have Von Grissom and Braden shoemaker at the minor league at the AAA level ready to jump up if needed. That's great minor league depth. You look at their outfield depth now. Eli White, Forrest Wall had strong spring trainings. Is it real? I don't know, but they've at least proven that maybe they deserve a chance. Sam Hilliard had a good spring training. I think Eddie Rosario is going to have. A bounce back year. So I think there's a lot of depth there now in the outfield and at the DH as well. If Ozuna doesn't work out, then I think you can you know cut ties with him, put Jordan Luplo in there, do some type of platoon situation with the DH. I just think the Braves have so many options. And then on the pitching side as well, I mean, there are four or five guys just waiting to get their chance in the a starting pitching rotation in the bullpen. I mean, it, it is very, very deep. So I think this is just a very deep Atlanta Braves team that's going to hold up better than most over the entirety of 162. So I'm going with the Braves to win the NL East for a sixth straight year. And the NL Central, I'm going with the Cardinals. I just think that's a very weak division. The Brewers could potentially compete, but there's also a chance that they trade Corbin Burns and Willie Adamas by the trade deadline. So I don't know what's going on there. I hate it for my Brewers followers, but I, I do. I just. I think that's the Cardinals division. I don't think the Cubs – I know they spent some money this offseason, but I don't think the Cubs are there. So I think the Cardinals win that division pretty easily. All right, in the NOS, this one's going to be controversial because everybody's picking the Padres, and it almost makes me feel like how the Braves have been casted the last several years now. Everybody's gone with the hot offseason team and the Mets and the Phillies and then some Braves who just quietly go about their business and win the division. I know this Dodgers roster isn't what we're used to seeing, but I just think they're kind of flying under the radar. Everybody's ignoring them and talking about the Padres and singing their praises. I think the Dodgers are going to come out and win the NL East and prove that they're still the toast of that division. So I'm going to go with the Dodgers in the NL West. That's a bit of a surprise pick. And the AL East, this may be another little surprise pick. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I just think they're a little bit deeper than the Yankees. So I'm going to go with the Blue Jays and... I'm going out on a limb here too. I'm making some pretty bold predictions. But in the AL Central, I'm going to go with the Chicago White Sox. I look at the White Sox roster, the Twins roster, and the Guardians roster, and the White Sox still look like the more talented roster to me. And I think new manager, I think Tony, Tony LaRusso, Hall of Famer, has really just killed the White Sox in a team that is loaded with talent. And I just, You know, Think a new manager in there, a new voice. They can stay healthy. There's just too much talent there for them to be as bad as they have been. So I'm going to go with the White Sox. Say they get it together this year. In the AL West, I'm going with the Astros. I mean, pretty obvious pick there. I think they're one of the best teams. I think them and the Braves are – we'll wait a second on that. Um, But I'm going to go with the Astros in the AL West. All right, my wild card teams. No one wild card, I'm going with the Padres. I know I didn't pick them to win the West, but I do think they're going to make the postseason and be a very good team. Go with the Mets as well. Same thing. I think, you know, they can definitely compete for the NL East. I'm not trying to say that the Braves are, you know, head and shoulders above the Mets. I think it'll be a tight race, and I think the Mets will be very good. And I think they make the postseason. They win 90-plus games. I think the Phillies get that third wild card spot. I know there's some worry now with some injuries, and I do think they are very thin. Um Especially in the pitching. But you know, if Bryce Harper comes back sooner than expected, that's gonna be a big lift, especially with the unfortunate news to Reese Hoskins. But I still think the Phillies, you know, get into the playoffs. They probably have around 90, 91, maybe 92 wins as well. In the American League, I have the Yankees getting that first wild card spot. Then Cleveland, I just think over 162 with their pitching and the way that they play, I think that that wins over a longer stretch, over a long season. Don't know how successful they can be in the postseason, but over a long season, I think that plays well for Cleveland. And I think they get that second wild card spot. And this is wishful thinking just because I want it to happen so badly. But I'm going to say the Angels sneak in with that third wild card spot in the American League. Just please, please, everybody, fingers crossed. Can we get Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in the postseason? I do think the Angels have done some good things. Go listen to Locked On Angels if you're just. You know, I'm somewhat of an Angels fan just because I like watching Mike Trout and obviously Otani there now, but they do a great job on that podcast. They're very positive, and they like the things that Perry Manassian has done over there. So, again, fingers crossed, I want to see the Angels get into the postseason. All right, now for my World Series prediction and winners. I hate predicting my own team to win because then you almost feel like it's never going to happen, but I'm going to say we get a 2021 repeat. And I think it's going to be the Braves and the Astros. I still think the Astros are are head and shoulders above the rest of the American League, in my opinion. I think they're still the best team in the American League. And when the Braves were playing their best baseball last year, they took two out of three from the Astros at home. And even the Astros announcers there said it was the best team the Astros had played all year. If we get that version of the Braves this year and these two teams meet in the World Series, I think the Braves win it again. And it's kind of like a round three. You know, you had Braves and Astros 2021 or yeah, 2021 Braves didn't make it in 2022. But, you know, I still feel like the Braves were probably the the second best team in the league behind the Astros. I do think the Astros were better last year. But I think this Braves version is better than last year's team, which won 101 games. And I think the Astros are still the best team in the American League. So I got the Braves over the Astros in the World Series. Feel free to roast me in the comments section if if you don't agree. But those are my picks. That's what I'm going with. Let me know your picks. Would love to hear from you. All right, next, I want to get into um, some news from Monday and also want to get into some of your predictions as well and questions in the chat section if you're watching live. I'll get to those next. The Built March Madness bracket is here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's your time to make it count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know that I'll be voting for the Cookies and Cream bar, and if you want the Braves to win the World Series this year, as I predicted, you'll go vote for that bar as well. Go support your team. Go support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Locked On listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one locked-on fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. Sounds pretty incredible. I'm telling you, you got to try Built if you haven't already. It's the best protein bar out there. They're so good, good, and they're good for you as well. They're high in protein, low in sugar, and covered in 100% real chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote. Every day in March, so hop in and support your pick today. Yesterday on the podcast, I talked about some prospects who are set to have breakout seasons in 2023. I am—I don't know that I've ever been as excited for prospects for the Braves coming into a season, and the Braves have certainly had better, deeper farm systems, but there's just so much young talent in the system this year. I'm really excited to see what some of these young guys do, so go take a listen to that podcast and you can get excited about that as well tomorrow we'll have our Annalise roundtable and I'll also be having a discussion with Grant McCauley going over and previewing the upcoming season so that's going to be a, a lot of fun as well to pick his brain things that he saw while he was in camp and get his thoughts and predictions for the upcoming season and then we'll have our series preview for the Nationals on Thursday and then we'll have the Postcast, me and Grant McCauley will be t- returning for that. That'll be after the game on Thursday and then Friday, since it's an off day, we'll have our first mailbag of the regular season. So a lot going on in the podcast this week. Plenty of Braves content to get you ready for opening day and the upcoming season. Now, a couple of news and notes from Monday, specifically Monday's game, where you saw the power display for the Atlanta Braves. Matt Olson hit another home run. Sean Murphy went deep as well, but I want to focus on Eddie Rosario. And I saw some people in the comments talking about Rosario. I wrote an article on Braves today. That's bravestoday.com. You want to go check it out, but I wrote an article. What could we expect from a healthy Eddie Rosario? And from 2015 through 2020, Eddie Rosario was a 270, 310, 440, 470 slugging percentage type of player who was capable of 20-plus home runs and always had an OPS-plus over 100. We obviously didn't see that last year. He didn't see anything, and that's why. You saw his strikeout rate jump up 100 points, or sorry, 10%. You saw it go from 14% where it was for the last three or four years up to 25, 26%. Clearly, the guy could not see, Clearly. Um, and now that he can, and you're seeing that in spring training now, you're seeing him make more contact. He struck out four times in 26 at-bats in spring training. You're starting to see the power come as well. Two home runs since returning from the World Baseball Classic where he had two home runs. So I think we're going to get that version of Eddie Rosario back, a guy that can hit 260, 270, never been a high on base guy, but you know, even if he's around 310 and then 20-plus home runs, you know, playing 120, 130 games on the good side of a platoon. I just think we're going to see that type of Eddie Rosario. It's not a guy who puts a lot of hard contact in play consistently, but he is a guy that puts the ball in play consistently. And I think we see that Eddie Rosario back this year. And we, again, we've seen signs of that throughout spring training and when he was in the world baseball classic, Charlie Morton's going to start the final grapefruit league game on Tuesday. And then, it is on for the regular season. The Braves will be off on Wednesday. They'll head to D.C. where it's going to be an early game on Thursday, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central. So tomorrow is it. They're done in spring training. So you enjoy spring training. Get your feel of it tomorrow because then we are all done. All right, I want to jump into the chat section real quick. I got a lot of comments out here um, that I wanted to go through. Uh, Joe Wilds, the one who I saw ask about Eddie. says, Jake, Eddie has been mashing in Ozuna's approach Looking good. Big bounce back for both. I certainly think it's possible. And You know, I just talked about Eddie. I, I honestly I know Azuna has maybe had the better spring. I feel more confident in Rosario because I really think his issues last year were that like, he couldn't see the baseball. So I think Rosario could at least get back to where he was, you know, a 780, 790 OPS type of player. So yeah, I think there's there's definitely, you know, Ozuna has looked better as spring training has gone on. I think there's definitely a potential for both of those guys to have good bounce-back seasons. Look, they cannot be worse than they were last year, so definitely looking for those two to bounce back. Uh, William Fulgham says, headed to D.C. to catch the first two games. That is awesome, uh, William. Excited for you. That should be a lot of fun. Um, Kyle says, anyone else scared that MLB is, is ranking us second in the power rankings? They normally underestimate us, and we prove them wrong. Not used to them calling us as it actually is. Hope it ends up okay. That's my worry as well, Kyle, is that I picked the Braves to win and they seem to do better playing that underdog role. So a little worried about that. Yes, as a crazy as it sounds. Corey Carter says, Jake, do you think we kept Grissom in the minors so we could hold on to Adrianza? I really hope that's not the case, but it kind of sounds like it is. Look, the two reasonings that we got are that one, they did want to keep Adrianza and they wanted to keep that depth. And two, they felt like Grissom and Shoemake both had some things to work on, which is, which is fair and which is accurate. I still feel like Grissom would have given you a better chance to win now than Arcia. But again, I don't want to rehash all of that. Arcia's is going to be fine. You know, made a great play defensively on Monday. He's been hitting well over the last couple of weeks as, as well in spring training. So Arcia is going to be fine there. But, yes, those those are the two reasons that they gave. They wanted to keep Adrianza for the depth, and they thought Grissom still needed to work on things defensively, which is accurate. So there is truth to the Adrianza thing, but I do also think they want to see Grissom just continue what he was doing in spring training. Same for Shoemaker as well. Paul Bauer says, let's give it up to Orlando Arce as first at bat at home. Let him know we back him. Yeah, he is great. I mean, I love Orlando Arcia, and I said it coming into the season. I feel he's more of a bench role player at this point, but he's a great clubhouse guy, and he's been really good since coming over to the Braves. So I love Orlando Arcia, and I think the Braves fans will definitely you know, get behind him. Um, all right, sorry, a lot to get through here. I know I'm going to miss some of these. Thank you so much for joining and for uh, the comments. Jose Ortiz, I think Albies has better chemistry with Arcia, and that had to do a lot with the Braves sticking with him. He will do just fine. Yes, I think he'll be uh, dra- just great there. Nicholas said, even Kilpatrick looks really good. Yeah, that's my dark horse candidate that I talked about on the podcast yesterday. I love Kevin Kilpatrick. I think he has the opportunity to have a a good year. Jeffrey Humphrey says, Acuna is why I believe the Braves can win over 100 games this year. Yeah, if he has that MVP-type season, certainly think they're they're capable of it. Uh, Jose also says Braves will win 105 games and will play in the World Series against the Yankees. So, solid prediction there from Jose Jose Ortiz. I'm just not sold on the Yankees yet. I don't know. Um, To be quite honest, I focus a lot of my attention today on the Braves. You know, I used to kind of pride myself on knowing everything about every team out there, but I got so much going on and so much work focused on the Braves. They're they're really my main focus, and I don't know as much as I do nationally as I used to. Corey Carter says, Albies is a big part of the team, honestly, maybe the heart of it. But that high leg kick will always prevent him from consistent offense. It will lend itself to hot and cold streaks as always. And I definitely well, I agree with both parts. I think Ozzie is the heart and soul of this team. And I do think he'll have hot and cold stretches as he always does. I think it's just going to be part of Ozzie's game. But in the end, you know what we've seen when he plays a full healthy season, he's an all-star level talent. Um, William Fulgham says if Ozuna and Eddie are hitting, no one will compete with the lineup. I agree. It's a, I think it's already the deepest lineup in baseball, but if those two get going, it can be even better for sure. Jeffrey also says Strider is simply awesome, healthy. He's as good as any pitcher in all of MLB. I agree with that. Joe Wild says Braves will win it world series this year. All right. Too many people agreeing with me. Too many people picking the Braves. We got to pump the brakes a little bit and give the Braves that underdog uh, kind of reputation that they've had the last several years. Uh, William Fullerton, Braves win division, walking away eight-plus games. Man, okay, we are getting aggressive with the Braves predictions here. Um, Corey Carter says Harris, Harris could regress some this year. I could certainly see that. I still think even if he regresses to even a 750 OPS player, which would be a pretty huge progression, the defense that he would give in center field um, you know, would provide a lot for the Braves. Paul Bowers, Gwinnett games should be fun this season as well. Both teams should be fun to watch. Yeah, I mentioned this on the podcast yesterday. I cared nothing about looking at Gwinnett box scores last year. There just wasn't anybody there that inspired me. I will be heavily interested in watching the Gwinnett Stripers this year. There's a lot of players down there who are going to be interesting to watch that could have an impact on the season at some point. Um, Jeffrey Humphreys, what's your opinion of Forrest Wall? I think he's a spark plug. I mean, the guy... You know, he doesn't hit for a lot of power, but in today's game now with stolen bases being more emphasized, if he can get on base with that speed, if he can hit balls in the gap, I think he has the ability to be a real problem uh, for other teams. So we'll have to see. You know, obviously, he's going to have to go to AAA and prove that what he did in spring training was for real, like a lot of other Braves players who had good springs. But I just think with the the rule changes and where the game's kind of going where speeds being more emphasized, I think there's a opportunity there for forest wall for sure. Corey Carter. I think Dodd helps us more than Schuster this year. Um, that's possible. I mean, I could, I could see that. I think both of them, you know, have the opportunity to, to have an impact this year. And I think both will get, you know, several starts throughout the season. And I, in my, my, Prospect rankings, I had Schuster 9 and Dodd 10, and I put both of them with the same ceiling as a number 3 starter. So I think they're both very similar. You could probably say that maybe Dodd has a little bit more upside just because of that fastball. Um, but Jared Schuster may have one of the better change-ups in all of baseball uh, as well. So that's a, a plus pitch for him. Kyle Knapp says, I believe this year the division – Truly runs through us. Mets are worse than last year. They just are. The Phillies don't scare me one little bit. We are getting confident here on the podcast today. Um, Joe Wild, I think she used to breaks out this year. I think he's going to have a solid season as well. William Fulgham. um, I don't, I know it doesn't mean as much as years ago, but Braves have three 20 game winners. Ah, Oh, don't know about that. We don't see too many of those anymore um, I think the Braves – I think Max Freed leads the, the team in wins with 18. I'm going to go with that as my highest win total for a Braves pitcher. Um, Nicholas says, especially with Ignacio Alvarez looking pretty good, he's only 19, but still um, Conley would be better off. I know there's a conversation here going on with uh, Conley and others. I, again, I feel much better about the Braves' infield depth after spring training. Uh, Corey says Jake has his Homer hat on tonight. I sure do, and it's making me feel a little bit uneasy with everybody else kind of agreeing with me. Again, the Braves have seemed to do better when everybody's sleeping on them. Jeffrey Humphrey's top to bottom. The Braves lineup is so solid. What's your opinion of our weakest link in the lineup? Well, right now it's shortstop and Orlando Arcia. in my opinion. That's why I think Grissom gives you a better chance to win because I think even if Grissom isn't hitting, he shows the patience and ability to take walks. Now, RC was much better at that last year. And if that continues, then that could be solid at the bottom of the order. But I think RC is the weakest link. We got to see what happens with Ozuna and Rosario. But, you know, the bottom three have the potential to be weaknesses. If Harris regresses, I mean, we can be pessimistic here and kind of go down that route. But I still think top to bottom, this is one of the deepest and certainly the most powerful lineup in all of baseball. Uh, Warren says Braves looking really good to take the East offense looks good as well as the relief staff. I worry more about the health of the starting staff. The depth looks good, but somewhat untested and that's, you know, health regression. Those are things that the team like the Braves who are built to win are going to be worrying about going into the season. And it's really in my mind, the only thing that holds the Braves back is health. And if they have a couple of players regress, but in my mind, even if, even if Harris regresses, even, even, even if Strider regresses, although Strider regressing would worry me a little bit more because I think you need those two aces at the top and Freed and Strider. I think those are having those two guys be aces at the top of the rotation and be healthy for the postseason is the most important thing for the Braves in 2023. Jose, if, if shortstop doesn't work out, can the Braves put a package together for Adams by the trade deadline? Don't know how his contract is right now. Um, he has one more year of control through arbitration. Uh, does Adamus? So he's controllable through 2024. The Braves, I believe, could certainly put together a package for Adamus, but they could be outbid pretty easily by a lot of other teams if Adamus becomes a very attractive package at the trade deadline. Corey says, "I see four potential weak spots on the team: lefty relief, left field, shortstop, and center field." I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't say center field is a potential, even a potential weakness, just because of what Harris brings you defensively. I don't even consider lefty relief a weakness because I know Mentor's probably going to be the closer for now. But once Iglesias comes back, you have Minter, you have Dylan Lee, who has been unbelievable in spring training, and you have Lucas Litkey. Left field, shortstop, DH. Those are my only real concerns right now. Mike Porter says, definitely believe the Braves will win the World Series. And like I've said in this chat before, I believe every Brave will have a career year. That is optimism. I'm all on board for that. Let me have whatever you're having, Mike. Um, all right, a lot of great comments in here. If I didn't get to yours, there are a lot in here. I really do appreciate all the support and appreciate you being here, whether you're with me live or whether you're watching the replay. So if I didn't get to your comment, again, please put it, in the comment section on the YouTube video or submit it on Twitter and you can make it part of our Mailbag Friday podcast. So that will do it for this episode of Lockdown Braves. Thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen of each and every day. Now go make your second listen to locked on MLB prospects podcast with host Lindsay Crosby, who's talking about the biggest and brightest stars of tomorrow. Also make sure you go listen to locked on fantasy baseball. You got your last minute fantasy baseball drafts. You need to go check out locked on fantasy baseball, help Matt and let Matt and Dom help you win your league. Again, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to On Braves. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash shortstop ball. I'll be going live, uh, later monday night i'll also be live on thursday during the game if you want to come and watch the game with me there make sure you follow the podcast on twitter lockdown underscore braves. follow me at ShortstopBall. make sure you subscribe on youtube if you're new hit the thumbs up button if you're still watching this video thank you very much and again make sure you go rate review and subscribe to the lockdown braves podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will talk to you next time